and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's episode of List Wars. My name is Michael. With me this week, I've got Alec Bowling. Howdy. Dude, you look so good. No vest hey, this you, week, man. though. Sans but vest. Sans vest. Also, Sans vest. <laughs> well, before this, Alec said, hold on, I'll turn my camera in just a second. I got to put on a shirt. But you'll now notice that he's he went from shirtless to having a denim jacket on. <laughs> like that's quite the jump. Good. That's quite the jump. I'm happy that like this podcast is important enough to you that you're gonna put on a denim jacket for it. Dude. Look look good, feel good, play good. That's Dude, that's yeah. my motto. Brett Favre know? approved, AJ and Michael Marchegi approved. And also <laughs> we've got uh the bionic man himself, Will McKenzie. Hey everyone. Um, I'm eating sweet potatoes and wearing a new pair of pants. Ooh. Nice. And you have either a new mole or some food on your lower lip. Oh, that was food. <laughs> Thank you, there buddy. You go. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime, my guy. I feel like I know your body enough that I, a mole like that, that would be shocking oh, if, to me. If I was going to say that <laughs> people who know my body the best, it's you, number one, my wife, number two, and God, number three. <laughs> Amen, brother. Um, hey, good to have you guys on here, the movie boys. I Ooh. was dying laughing editing the zoo animal one, listening to Markagey and AJ talk about birds. But after, before that, I think the most I've enjoyed listening to like an episode because I can't stomach listening through them all. But like I wanted to listen to you two talk about movies after the 2019 movie episode. I liked that one a lot. That was fun. Uh, I still don't think we talked about Parasite enough, but I'm happy that the nation talked about it for us. So mm. that's cool. And I, oh, I have to send you guys, speaking of movies, an, an image right here. You'll love this. Uh, Will, tell me if anything jumps out or to either of you on this picture I'm posting in the Discord. I love Little Women. I've been watching oh. it so much. It's just the, it's the perfect quarantine comfort movie. It's cuddling up at home. But do you see that image I just posted in our chat? It's a search on Amazon Prime because I bought the book. So I searched ah. Amazon for Little Women. What What do you notice about that second entry? Emma Watson? <laughs> no. So, oh, my God. It says it has, you can rent the, the movie, the 2019 Greta Gerwig banger, Little Women, on Amazon. But the subtitle is starring Emma Watson. I just thought Will would hate that. Not, again, I, I like Emma it. Watson. But that's yeah. a crime. I get they're no, trying to yeah. get that money. That is a crime to say well, starring real, Emma Watson. The real question is, is Emma Watson a bigger draw than Saoirse Ronan? Now, Not I, don't think that's true. I don't think that's true for anyone Maybe. that like loves movies. But for like, the general, yeah. you know, mom browsing Amazon. Audience, yeah, I think for the general audience, Emma Watson probably has more recognition just because of her Hermione days. Yeah, yeah. probably. It should say it should say starring Bob Odenkirk. But <laughs> <laughs> it's a Breaking Bad story, <laughs> dude. No, just have Lord Laura Dern's face on the cover. You don't Seriously, even need to though. tell people what it is; they'll buy that off the shelf. <laughs> yeah, I just okay. thought that was funny. I also think Hermione Days should be the title of Emma Watson's first mixtape. <laughs> but yeah, but it's D A Z E. Yes, Hermione like Day. what's the first Gorillas album? <laughs> Oh, that one, glory days or yeah, something like something that. Something like that. Yeah. Um that's what I thought of. Dog days. Demon days. There we go. Demon we days. got it. Look there at us. Is. We can play bar trivia. You got the <laughs> denim jacket. I got the gorilla's knowledge. Uh yeah, but no, search run is awesome. My YouTube algorithm yeah. is crazy right now. It's all like 
Tony Hawk, Saoirse Ronan, and now <laughs> terrible MTV shows is like all my YouTube algorithm is recommending to me. Heck yeah. Um, speak, oh, gosh. Well, I don't want to spoil that. Um, but yeah, we got to do another movie topic soon. I was going to suggest this since I knew I'd be talking to you tonight that we do that. And then Alec texted me today, Will, and he said top movies or like top five movies on Rotten Tomatoes that scored under 30%. Oh, I would. Yes, I'm. I want that so good. I would love that. Dude. Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah. I think Dude, that's very interesting like, ones. Do you know Home Alone 2 Lost in New York has like an 8% rating on Rotten Tomatoes? That is Are insane. You serious? No way. Yeah. That movie's Critics? a blast. Okay. I'll have so to check fun. that out. Yeah. Uh, listeners at home, if you want to write in movies we should check out on Rotten Tomatoes below 30%, please send it in. Also, Will, it's not going to differ too far from maybe some of my 90s blockbusters because <laughs> I already checked and I've been, I've been ranking, I've been converting some of my Google lists to Letterboxd and my current 16th favorite movie of all time is below the 30% meter on <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes. So, Which movie is it? Uh, you know, I guess I got to save it. Uh, all right, it's, all right. It's Airheads. It's Airheads. <laughs> Airheads, okay. That's a great movie. Yeah, it's a fun flick. It is, Hell yeah. yeah. Critic score, unless like we're talking audience score, because no. everybody loves something. You, the three of us, could produce a movie and couldn't get it under thirty <laughs> <laughs> percent. Audience score. Yeah, audience. Well, you know, people are too kind. Never thought I'd say that about the internet. Um, um, but yeah, so yeah, feel free to write in. We we burned through most of the mail last week, but I do want to give a uh, shout out to um, Sally Raber wrote in because she knew Meekum and loved our Disney episode. I thank you for pointing out that Colors of the Wind is great and should have made the cut. But she just casually throws in at the end of her email, also, your mom was my kindergarten teacher, and she's the best. That <laughs> <laughs> made me so happy. Nice. Uh, so my mom is the best, and <laughs> she taught Sally kindergarten. So Which thanks, mom. Which is odd, because she taught a, 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 like a not very big school in Norwood. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> or as I used to say when I was a kid, my mom teaches in the ghetto. <laughs> Which I didn't Playa understand buddy. that word. No, no. Um, but it was a, you not. know a lower income community. Thank you, mother. Uh, yeah, that's cool. And I'll, if you just turns out Disney songs and Harry Potter characters, people are so passionate. If you send me your lists, mm. I will I will compile and do the list wars nation math to see who who we as a collective whole actually think are the top five Disney songs and Harry Potter characters, but Will, the one thing that you and Nat, our old, our ex-girlfriend, have ever agreed on God, is she... God, you, you need to stop saying that. <laughs> she thinks that Oliver Wood is one of the hottest Harry Potter boys, so... Okay, dude, heck yes. You guys were vibing well, on that. Well, both of us, Natalie and I, both think the two hottest boys are, one, her husband, Alex. He was, dude. He was underrated attractive in high school. So, no, 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 also, True. he had a fantastic glow up too. Like, uh, because I've been zooming with people, I choose virtual backgrounds a lot. That's the best mm -hmm. feature of Zoom. And I have thousands of videos, and a lot of them include Alex because we live together, Natalie's husband. And I, I was on a Zoom call with a bunch of people from work, and I put one up, and I was just like going through who people were, and I was like, just talking. All our coworkers agreed too. So Alex, your coworkers, some of them agree that you, uh, you're a beautiful man. It was. Uh, oh. Yeah, it's giving him a tour of your college life. Hope <laughs> you're cool with that. Okay, and yeah, Nat said, oh yeah, Alec, I don't know if you heard, but Bill Weasley's Yo. a curse breaker. We corrected it, though. No a worries. curse breaker. Not, Still he sexy. He didn't work with dragons. He Still definitely sexy. worked with dragons. Charlie. 
Charlie, oh no! Oh, you just doubled Whoa. down on it so hard oh, too. Shit. That's that's not a good look. I can edit that out. Dude, the oh, emperor has no clothes. Oh god! <laughs> also, wow. Hey, did you guys notice though? I I feel like it probably just wasn't her because we were all like laughing stuff. What I said about the Fidelius charm, were you guys tracking with that? I said that. I don't remember. Bill, What'd you say? He's the only one who knows how to use it responsibly because Shell Cottage. It says he's the secret keeper. Like, yeah. if that's possible, why would Harry's parents ever need to make an outside party the secret keeper? Hmm. You know, I just it's just one of those Harry Potter things. That's but one can, you gotta ask J.K. <laughs> hey, I'll text. We can her. get her on the next episode. Okay, pick All her right, brain. We can, <laughs> we can keep rolling into a different magical era, the uh, the two thousands. <laughs> uh, just not no witches and wizards, but a lot of a lot of short sleeve. Plaid button-up shirts with long-sleeve mm-hmm. shirts underneath. Underneath, it. yeah. Puka shell necklaces. Yes, I've been watching like the worst television. Like not television, <laughs> but just like I, I've been watching a lot of these MTV shows on YouTube, and I'm a worse dumb person. Like I feel like I'm more sexist and more racist, and just because yeah. like that's just what a lot of the jokes were. Like, good God. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I went back, watched some vids, and a lot of it was just unadulterated garbage. Entertaining, <laughs> for sure, but doesn't make the world a better place, in my humble opinion. Yes. it's The it's, production it was, quality of all those shows, it's like a third grader got a handheld camera and just like started stumbling around and filming shit that his parents were doing. Yes. Nine-year-old like, YouTubers <laughs> have better cinematography. <laughs> oh, those shows. Dude, one thing I did realize I miss is the kind of like strange 2000s aesthetic where it's like rock and roll guitars, but yeah. then like 3D graphics, you know, where it's like, yes. oh, I, yep. it's I hard to describe over a podcast, not necessarily the best vehicle, but the, no, I no, I, that great. was a great, great rendition. <laughs> I think it was like a lot of like uh, bad Tony Hawk music or skater yes. music and then like some like electronic hip hop like in the cutscenes of all these shows yeah. I was watching and also oh, it's yeah. this magical time where like it was cool to just be a complete ass hat and like <laughs> kick, <laughs> kicking somebody in the nuts was peak comedy <laughs> well and so that is the, the, I, I have a claim to make that literally the MTV like going back and rewatching some of these videos and clips from different shows all of us were around, uh, we were like 10 to 13 when these shows came out. So we were in middle school. Oh, yeah. you're so I, right. Going back and looking, watching these shows, I have seen very clearly that they were specifically made for me. Like yeah. anyone smarter than a 13 year old found these deplorable, which is why my mom hated MTV so much. And it was like right up my alley. Like, Wait, this, yeah. this is perfect. This is that's making yeah. me question exactly what I just said. I said it was a time where it was cool to be a complete asshat, but like when you're in middle school, you think it's cool to be a complete asshat. So exactly. was that just a coincidence? Was that not the 2000s? That was just middle school? It's hard to say, but I, I'm leaning middle school. Personally. That's insane. Oh wow! So how do these like get get sh- like popularized? I guess well, it's just the all thing, the middle school. Is that if you go through almost every single one of these shows as I did? You see that very few of these shows made it more than two seasons. Um, okay, okay, mm-hmm. I, uh, I I believe it with some of these. Um, but yeah, also and the entire catalog just 
inappropriate for today. A lot of a lot of what I saw <laughs> wouldn't fly <laughs> on today's airwaves. But that yes. being said, I, yeah, I had a crisis. I had to cut one that I found out was on VH1 moments before we got started. Uh, I still almost kept it because I f- feel feel like it fits the ethos. But I didn't want to try to sell it. Will you tell us? Will you tell us what that is? Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, Rock of Love with oh, Brett Michaels. Yeah. <laughs> Because like I, that's of, of all the like flavor of love, Tila Tequila, oh, that like the, flavor of that love. one, <laughs> that was my oh. favorite one was Rock of Love because it had Brett Michaels, which is so hilarious. <laughs> yeah. uh, just this rock star. and like, it's just like all his commentary is just like, yeah, I want like a. She's got to be sexy. She's got to be hot. She's got to be cool. She's got to have big boobs. Like, that's like <laughs> the talking head. Like, this is Brett Michaels talking head. I watched the oh first episode gosh. today. He said, like, I've been all over the world, and I've slept with some of the world's most beautiful women. <laughs> like, that's like his, the, that's the first thing he says on the show when he's setting up, like, how oh. what he's looking for. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Dude, bless his heart. The one good. VH1 show that I was debating about but ended up not on the list was Making the Band. You guys oh, remember that good. one? Yeah. Yeah. One. With Puff Daddy. I just Dude. remember shit would always like blow up and then they'd, you know, call a meeting and Puff Daddy would be like, I'm closing the studio. And everyone's like, oh, no, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> that power, the drama. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, we can get into it. Sorry, Rock of Love, you didn't make the cut. Um, but also, did you know Hoops from Fa- Flavor of Love married Shaquille O'Neal? What? What did you know how, say? Did you guys? Okay, <laughs> so Hoops was my favorite. I always thought she was the cutest on Flavor of Love because I I watched <laughs> these shows when I was a kid. But she married Shaquille O'Neal. She came in second on Flavor of Love season one, I believe, and she's Shaquille O'Neal's wife now. And she's what? tiny. She is tiny. She's five That's two. Crazy. Yeah, she's. Uh, married, she's She's 36. Yep. And how old is Shaq? Like 50? Something like that? 45? One of those. One of those two exact numbers. (laughs) He is 48 years old. Dude, I was about as close as you could get. Yeah. And one thing I will say before I go, since I did that thing where now I get to read six six TV shows, (laughs) is that, like, (laughs) that was the definition of guilty pleasure because, like, those were just so trashy and raunchy that like i was really like remember like keeping my hand on the trigger of the previous button on the remote because like i yep. didn't want my mom to see me watching <laughs> the rock of love brett michaels show because <laughs> it was just horrific okay yes. whoa, wait whoa, wait whoa, wait let's let's back up i don't want to i don't want to make false claims mm. shaquille o'neal is not married to nicole hoops alexander Oh really? They split really? in 2012. They dated. Oh. <laughs> breaking. We got a breaking uh, list wars exclusive. <laughs> oh Kilo Neal and Hoops are no longer together. <laughs> they are done. <laughs> you heard it here first. You he is it. currently dating a woman named Letitia Roll. I'm is looking at age. Rolls? And she's 31. <laughs> He's going backwards in age. Wow. Hey, the Leonardo kind of DiCaprio. Benjamin Button type scenario. Yeah, okay, <laughs> that works. Um, I still haven't watched that. It's on my watch list, but it's on my friend Holden's like top 100 movies. It's in like his top 15. So Ooh, I was like, I gotta watch high. it. That is yeah, high. It does seem high. I mean, it's like Benjamin Button. Like you know, people liked Ooh. it, but I mean, it was I'm, good. I'd watch, watch it, it again. Yeah, yeah, it was a good flick. You know, I so was my favorite Martian. 
<laughs> oh, dude. We spoiled 16 movies last week also. It was awesome. No, uh, you but spoiled I enjoyed, 16 movies last week. I, you did I enjoyed Prisoners and Parenthood, which both Ooh. of you endorsed. Those yeah, are the exact... Parenthood. They're in the same uh, wavelength of movie, right? They both start same with genre. P's. Same genre. <laughs> okay, but let's get going. Let's talk some awful MTV reality shows of the 2000s. Yes. Who do we put first? Whoa, wait, Alec. whoa, wait, whoa, wait. All, is, it, is it awful or our favorite awful? Well, I just have top five awful MTV reality okay, shows okay, of the 2000s. Okay. If we're going to go word. Okay, cool. We're good. We're yeah, aligned. I don't we're think good. you do. But like yeah. some, because you kind of like them because they're bad, yeah. but also, yeah. Okay. So yeah, I, my my list is definitely like favorite awful type vibe. Yeah, sure, you know, I agree. Yeah, yeah. So should I kick things off? Please. Yes. All right. So coming in in the five spot, this, uh, I had a hard time with this list. There's so many good entries. I think one of my favorite things about this topic was getting to relive all these old terrible shows that yes. I had forgotten about. Many of them. Um, so that was a trip down down memory lane and it was it was hard to choose but i feel good with my final list coming in in the five spot is room raiders dude room raiders that's my number five let's get it alec really yeah Yeah, all right you kick it off you you dude you, you give it to me I absolutely love Room Raiders just because it's such an absurd concept. <laughs> like literally, we're gonna like I was watching an episode and they literally show up at these girls' houses, throw them in a van, <laughs> take them away from their house, and then just let a dude rifle through their shit. <laughs> it's just so absurd. Like that's so and good. that's what and that's what he uses to determine which of them he's gonna go on a date with, which is yes. just so heinous. And there's nothing else that exists in any form of media that is like room raiders and it's <laughs> it's it could only be done on mtv in the 2000s and Dude, that i think is television beautiful. oh goodness i would really like when they would get to the end and like this guy just raided these three bedrooms and one of the bedroom had like pentagrams and black paint and like voodoo dolls. And then there's a girl dressed in all black and like fishnets and piercings. It's like, I wonder which room was hers. <laughs> like when there was dead giveaways. In the room. It's like, oh, this is so hard. Yeah. It's like at the end of Beat Bobby Flay when like the dish was an omelet Okay, that's a bad example. When the dish was French toast, and one of the French toasts has Fresno chili peppers and, like, is spicy. Like, you know that one's Bobby Flay's. Um, (laughs) I will have to trust you on that. Because they do a blind (laughs) taste test, quote-unquote blind. Uh, Oh, man, but... So, but with this show, dude, so, and I think with these shows in general, like I remember when I was, you know, 12 years old watching these, I thought the people on these shows were like the oldest people on earth. Like <laughs> yes. they, in my head, they were like 30 or something like that at least. And then I'm rewatching Room Raiders and they're going through like the girls who are introducing themselves. And the first one's like, oh, my name is Denise. I'm 19. I was like, what the fuck? This girl's 19? What the hell is she doing on Room Raiders? Yes. Like go to college. Get out of here. <laughs> Like, oh, my your parents' house. (laughs) (laughs) But, oh, gosh. But, yeah, Room Raiders was a hit for me coming in at that five spot. I feel like, yeah, and I'll just keep going because I think I'm next, and that was also my number five. Um, Alec, you hit it perfectly, but I will say that some of my favorite scenes in that is when, like, the guys – one – 
even at when I was 12 years old and watching this, I just knew everything was staged. Like they're yeah. getting out of bed. They're like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, right now? Oh. And like the one dude that's like ripped is obviously shirtless. And then if you're a guy, you're a little doughy. You've got like a, sh- like a three-piece suit on that you're sleeping in. <laughs> Um, and then there's always the one guy like Ch- like Chad gets taken from his room. He's 21 and he's an aspiring like fitness instructor. And the girl is like walking by his room. And it's a little bit messy. And she opens up the like bedside uh, dresser drawer. And there's like 250 XL condoms. <laughs> yeah. A lifetime supply. Yeah. yeah. And she, oh, and she always says something quippy like, oh, seems like this guy knows how to have fun. Because <laughs> he has 200 Dude. XL condoms by his bed. Let's bust out the black light and see how effective they are containing him. The black him. light. The black light was like such a skeevy element of it. Like literally yeah. they just oh use it God. only on the bed to look for stains. Like, And they're not even like, you know, being coy about it, they're like, "Let's see if there are any stains on this mattress." You know, <laughs> like, "Oh my god, Let's see if I David's a freak." <laughs> like, oh man, he's got stealing stains on the ceiling. <laughs> Good for you, David. Ever, oh, I forgot how skeevy it all was. Like this dude she was going every through this show. Girl's, oh gosh, they're bad, dude. Oh, so this guy's going through this girl's like. uh you know her dresser looking at her clothes and he grabs this skirt and he's like oh dude she's got a butt i know that for sure (laughs) oh god (laughs) like what the hell yeah get it buddy (laughs) and it's like i feel like it's not even a punchline at that point it's like no this is cool like butts like girls girl butts am i right to my dudes out there (laughs) yeah you know what i'm talking about (laughs) oh my god oh man yeah. yeah. Room Raiders, yeah, big hit. Uh, me and Chris Light, who's been on the show a couple times, we made our own uh, Crib Raiders parody video. It's like a crib. Basically, I showed up unannounced with Chris at some of our friends' house, and we did an episode of Cribs at their house. We called it Crib Raiders. It was ah. pretty fun. Um, cool. <laughs> any other any other hot takes on <laughs> Room Raiders? Oh, man. I think we've, we've covered it. Great All show. All right, number five. And I guess... I was a little conflicted with the awful in there that you brought up, Will, because I, I did kind of flip. I thought this would be my number one at first, and then my watch through. I watched so many of these shows recently, and I realized this is the one that like I laughed at the least, but I'm like still kind of convinced it's actually awesome and was totally <laughs> convinced it was awesome as a kid, where the other ones I just laughed at how bad they were. Yeah. Um, and so my number five is Viva La Bam. Oh! <laughs> Dude. Because Viva, Viva La Bam yes. is just, I mean, it is actually awesome. It's just, it wasn't like, cring, it wasn't as cringeworthy as the other one. So I didn't like crack up laughing at people holding up skirts and saying, dude, this girl's got a butt like in the other shows. But Viva La Bam, like, it's like actually, it's got this like the jackass ethos that is the peak of comedy if you are a middle schooler at the time. Some mm-hmm. Tony Hawk vibes. Like, and it keeps the parents and Vito in there as this really nice foil to like Bam, but like just the perfect target. Like, he's got these overweight parents or dad and uncle that he just legitimately beats the shit out of. It's, yep. it's just a wild concept. So, a lot of ball punches. And it just reminds me of the worst parts of being like an adolescent where you just actually want to hurt your friends. Like, that's what's funny. Like, yeah. Let me harm you. Viva La Bam was my number four. Oh, oh no. Dude. 
I freaking Heck love yes. Viva La Bam. Freaking Ryan Dunn, R.I.P. Uh, yeah. It was just like, I it's it's hard for me not to look through the lens in which I was living at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, as you said, Michael, it's like you're 12, you're 13, you're watching this stuff. You think that's like the peak of friendship. It's just like yes. busting each other's balls. Yeah, <laughs> literally. You think it like the 12 year old's dream of being 20 is turning your living room into a skate park and bam yep. does yes. that and it's incredible yes. <laughs> or filling your house with bubbles yeah. watching fireworks inside which will and i i think if you still youtube roman candle bedroom you can see aj walk into his bedroom holding a lit roman candle and will gets burned <laughs> like we we announce it like it's on jackass yeah, yeah. uh with sam straley who's now a hollywood movie star friend of the show that friend of the show uh but yeah it's just like this like great like hey adult just please misbehave like a child and we'll give you a bunch of money also you're a skateboarder so that makes it cool i so because he's in my youtube algorithm i a podcast with bam margera came up on my feed he like it has taken its toll he looks older and slower and more worn than i could have imagined he's gotta be He's got to he be in invincible. his mid to late 40s. Yeah, he's yeah, 46, I think. I think. Def- I, oh, wow, 46. That's interesting. But yeah, because he, so, he seems so invincible. Doing that that uh, theme song where he's, like, you know, driving in the car with the metal voice, and at the end he does the half pipe, like, ollie off yeah. and says, I do whatever the bleep I want. Like, like yeah. Bam Margera. He's never going to die. <laughs> yeah. He's only he's 40. Old, he looks like he's 50. You know? yeah, yeah. Yeah. He is. It's taking its toll, to say the least. Dude, the interesting too about thing too about Bam Margera, and perhaps some skateboarders would challenge me on this, but he wasn't that good of a skateboarder. Like he was yeah, good really? for sure. Yeah, like he was fine, like way better than most people. But he was nowhere near as good, like uh, as good as any of the other pros that he like skated with. But he was such a big personality that skateboard companies wanted to like sponsor him and put him in things because he would sell boards because he was just a celebrity. Which is interesting, but that wait, is wait, interesting. Wait, wait. Is Bam Margera in Thug? He is. Uh, he's in one of them. He, or he, he has might just one? be Thug Two. I don't know if he's in Thug One. He's definitely in he Thug Two, be. though. Hey, listener, that's Tony Hawk Underground. Fantastic game. I would say yeah. best Tony Hawk. My personal favorite. Maybe we oh, should yeah. rank this sometime. Is the best. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, I, was, Bam was like a huge part of Thug Two, and it. He was part of what made me not like Thug too, personally. He he was in Thug. He was he in, was he was in Tony Hawk Underground. But I think you no could God. just play as him. He's got that. I'm not clout. sure. He wasn't a character that you interacted with or anything. I really thought I thought it was when like you went to Atlanta or something like that. Oh, I totally would believe he's in a mission. Yeah, I yeah. would totally believe that. I can't remember because they had like uh they had a couple like, you know guys who weren't Tony Hawk that showed up in both the thugs, like that old guy right. who sells you the skateboards. Was he fictional? Stacy Peralta. Yeah. Stacy Peralta. Peralta real is person. real. Dude. Yeah. He's like yeah. one of the, the forerunners of the skateboarding world. Yeah, dude. exactly. Lords of Dogtown. Dogtown. There. What, Lords oh, yeah, of Dogtown. What's the, what's, wait, is that the documentary I like? Dogtown and Z boys is the documentary. Yeah. Lords yes. of Dogtown is yes. the movie. Those About the Z boys. Speaking yeah. of which, May the 4th, I guess spoilers for whenever we do this documentary episode, the episode one documentary on YouTube, the official Star Wars channel, is incredible. Great watch. Oh, dude. Episode that sounds one. interesting. All right, Alec, you're, you're, you're up again. <laughs> In the number four spot, this is another one. Might be controversial, but 
I love this one. I get a kick out of it. And my number four is parental control. Dude, yes. <laughs> what a terrible idea for a show. <laughs> the worst. It's I was so watching good. clips. The worst. Oh, it's so, so bad. <laughs> but it's just so entertainingly bad. Because it's just like, you just feel over these horrible... Because of the shows, I feel like this is one of them that is just... Every almost every single thing that happens is staged. Like they're so oh, yeah. clearly just being like telling the boyfriend character be like, "Hey, be as big a douchebag as you can." Parents just argue with him, and they're just also bad at it. Like they're good in so far as they do what they've been asked to do, but it's just so transparent, but so entertaining nonetheless. Ugh. Yes, but, it's all yeah. acting, but without actors, so it's just <laughs> terrible. One hundred percent. And the dudes like the douchebag boyfriends or girlfriends are just so just over the top. It's incredible. It's like yeah. everything it's like they're basically all eighties villains <laughs> masquerading as boyfriends on a on a reality show, which is hard to not get a kick out of. But give us the give us the rules of that too, in case people don't know. Okay, so the way parental control worked was uh, a a woman and her parents would basically sign up for the show, and the situation was always that this girl was dating a guy who was a giant douchebag, just like the alpha douchebag. And the conceit of the show was that the parents wanted this boyfriend out of the girlfriend's life. So what they did was they would bring in this like you know this cattle call of hot dudes for the parents to interview to then set up with their daughter on dates. So they would narrow it down to like two guys to, to take their daughter out. Then the two guys would take the girl out on like cool dates. So like one of them, uh, one example I watched, this guy took her surfing. Um, and just to give you a Classic. bit of the flavor of some of the guys that they bring in, one of the things this guy said was, uh, yeah, you know, I chose surfing cause, uh, it's a good excuse to get a girl half naked. So, uh, you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> oh, just like, oh my God. <laughs> and so she gets to go on these two dates and at the end of the episode, she can decide whether to ditch her current boyfriend and go with one of the new guys or stick with her current boyfriend. So it's uh you, you, there are laughs there are, there are tears you know <laughs> it's it's a fun ride <laughs> yeah. you know, similar so, to so date good. my mom but not not quite yeah. the same in the same same ballpark for sure yeah yeah but, yeah. but yeah i just always got such a kick out of parental control i love that they show. sit in that weird room they were like the two couches really close to each other and just like yep. the yep. two parents would be like looking it would I feel like they wanted it to look cool and have like an iPad, but they had like a little laptop with them. Yep, yep. And they would be supervising the date, which is always yep. fun. Oh, and another fun element, whenever the the new guy would come to pick up the girl for the date, the current boyfriend would be there. <laughs> in yeah. the room. So, yes, in the room. Yes. <laughs> so, like, nine times out of ten, he does something, like, ridiculous. Like, like when he says goodbye, like, to the girlfriend, he'll, like, dip her and, like, start making out with her, like, in front of the guy <laughs> who's come to pick her up. And it's just like, oh, yeah. my gosh. Like, so <laughs> uncomfortable. Which, hey, that arms race is a popular trope from Rock of Love where like if 12 of these girls are going to say goodnight to Brett Michaels before he goes back to his room, it's just like I'm going to make out with him even harder than the last girl. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, Heck yes. I, I get it. Oh, yeah. Love will do that to you. 
They really will, man. <laughs> All right. Oh, so okay. Will uh, we got you number my four. four? Yeah, my four was Viva La Bam. That's oh. a good choice, my guy. All right. Heck well, yeah. then I guess we'll go. My number four is My Super Sweet Sixteen. Oh, I hated that. <laughs> I hated that show. Hated. I mean, it was awful, but it was like so. These were like when you were talking about the um, brats, like on on parental control. Like I feel like the making people act like for the sake of the the plot of the show. I think of just there had to be producers just egging these children to be the scum of the earth because I can't conceive of kids like talking to their parents in the ways that they were like I just I remember I watched them nope. today uh this girl Amberly I think it was I'm not oh. gonna settle for <laughs> yeah I already know you're off to a hot start Amberly uh I'm I'm not gonna oh no no okay yeah I'm not gonna settle for anything less than a Range Rover and then she gets there and this guy's like talking about this Range Rover that she loves and she goes wait it's used ew and he like, doesn't want this Range Rover and then uh Sorry, that wasn't Amberly. That was a different girl. Amberly is the girl that goes to Paris and gets upset when she doesn't know the stores. She asks where to find the American stores in Paris Whoa. to try because they fly to Paris to buy a dress for her 16th birthday party. Oh uh, and then gosh. there was a girl named Sophie who was wearing a shirt that just said C is for crunk on it as she passed out her <laughs> invites to school. That's the most <laughs> mid 2000s t-shirt I've ever heard. Oh my god. So I know these are just notes from the show, but one last one. Audrey, Audrey freaks out because their parents give her her car on her actual birthday, not at the party. So she she loses it and cries. But then at the <laughs> when they're like her bridesmaids, her like close knit friends, they're trying on outfits, and she fat shames her friends and asks if they can wear corsets because the that she doesn't fuck? like their bellies sticking out. She like draws a circle with her hands around their belly. She's like, I don't like this part showing right here. Whoa, oh, it's insanity. That is, dude. Dude, I feel like my Super Sweet Sixteen was almost like the genesis of like outrage culture. You know, that yep. was like its infancy. Like people watched it just purely to get upset and pissed off and feel superior to other people, right? Oh, like that yeah, was the draw right. of it, you know? That it was like, oh my God, these bitches. I am such a good person. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Wow, that that's so accurate though. That is such a yeah. shame. That's where we are. We just want to watch anything that makes it like that person sucks more than me. I can point them yeah. out. I'll feel warm now. Let's yeah, just like real. ruin their life because they made a mistake. Right. So uh, my only, my I do have a story for Super Sweet Sixteen. This was told to me by a person that I worked with for a while. Um, I do not anymore. I'll not name any names. But mm. I was, we were going to our like going walking from work with a bunch of people to go to like our Christmas party or something like that. And I made a joke about Super Sweet Sixteen, and he said he looked at me stone cold. I had had one conversation with this guy. He goes. I lost my virginity at one of those parties. What? <laughs> and I was like, I said, wait, wait, wait what do you what mean? Season? He's like, yeah. What episode? He was like, I don't know. I didn't ask. I didn't know the guy. <laughs> that would um, be the first thing I, I asked. Mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I, that was my second conversation with the kid. And I was like, I was like, what? And he goes, yeah, girl at my school. Like I got invited to one of the parties and what? I lost my virginity that night. I'm like, dope. <laughs> dude, that's tight. Which, okay, so it, so let's like go 10,000 foot view on that story. Yeah. He is the type of person 
that would be invited to one of those. Yeah. Meaning that he's the type of person that 10 years later or 20 years later would brag about losing his virginity when he was 16 yeah. at a party that was aired on MTV. It all aligns. Dude, that dude's a legend. Seriously, living That's legend. Sick. We should get him on the on the cast if we can. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. A guy I worked with was on Wife Swap. Really? What? Wow. Yeah. His mom was That's swapped. Crazy. <laughs> Did he ever get no. her back? Or was he the chicken nugget kid? <laughs> no. Yeah, King Curtis. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, that kid not. is a living legend. <laughs> another uh. another friend of the show. Another friend of the show. <laughs> How you doing, Curtis? <laughs> yeah, it's like Zach Kosas, number one. Kitchen chicken nugget king, number two. And this dude who lost his virginity, number three. Yep. <laughs> So which coworker was it? Zach Leopold? Is that what you said? You said you named him? Yeah. <laughs> it was Zach Leopold. Okay, cool. All right. Oh my gosh. Uh, are we into the three spot, Alec? We are. Okay, coming into the three spot. This show this show was pretty formative for me. I will say. Uh I hope it gets a good reaction. Um number three is punked. Oh, punked oh, is great. Oh, punked is so good. Yeah, yeah, dude. I freaking love punked because I remember seeing it and it felt like it felt like I was seeing fire for the first time. You know what I mean? Like I felt like <laughs> what a caveman must have felt like when he wielded flame. I was just like, this is the newest thing I have ever seen, and it's fucking incredible. <laughs> like, I just remember seeing Ashton Kutcher pranking celebrities, and they bought it and fell for it, and being absolutely gobsmacked by that. Uh, like, the yeah. opening episode with Kelly Clarkson, where they, you know, do the whole thing where they set up this trailer for this guy that they renovate, and Kelly Clarkson comes in and makes it beautiful, and then they drop a massive uh steel beam on it and destroy the whole thing <laughs> it's just incredible man so many good episodes it brought us well, Dak shepherd who i think is a oh, funny yeah. guy you know so shaquille o'neal was on like, there almost fought a guy my... in a parking lot i said they got shaquille o'neal on there back to uh tie things back to earlier and he almost yeah. fights this guy in a parking lot for yeah. letting the air out of his tires seriously and speaking of of you know prototypes for things that came later i feel like this show was the genesis of our current you know sort of youtube prank culture that exists for better or for worse but absolutely yeah. but the pranks were you know weren't as destructive as a lot and like harmful as a lot of the youtube pranks are very very true dude and i think this show like one of the things that was so great about this show it was it was tailor-made for Ashton Kutcher's energy and personality. Like, I don't yep. know that anyone could have hosted that show better than Ashton Kutcher did. Oh, he dude, was just he like... sideways trucker hats. Oh, he's crushing. <laughs> the sideways yeah. trucker hat, dude. It was iconic, man. Like, oh, Ashton Kutcher, I think he definitely peaked with Punked, personally, but, but that <laughs> <Yeah>. show... <laughs> that show dude, changed my he's, life. He's good. So he was just on Hot Ones, like, last year... And oh. I watched like 10 episodes of Punked on, on YouTube afterwards just because they were talking about Punked and it made me realize how much I missed that. I feel like an idiot because I didn't even think of that for an awful show because it's legitimately so good. So yeah. it's not on my list, but it, it deserves to be. That's a great pick right there. Dude, it I also brought you. forward, do you guys remember the Zach Braff episode? What happened oh, on that uh, one? So it's like this infamous, it, it was like one of the most infamous episodes where a kid scratches yes. like 
Zach Braff, the hood of Zach Braff's car, and Zach Braff, like, they had to edit it out because Zach Braff, like, assaulted him. That's insane. (laughs) Yeah, he, like, slapped this kid. No um, way. And, like, tried to fight him. And I think it wasn't really a kid. He was probably, like, 18, but he looked like he was in high school. And he was, like, fighting him and was, like, and Donald Faison was there who, like, set it all up. And and, uh, Ashton Kutcher had to, like, stop it early. Oh, man. That's Dude, incredible. we better tell Amy March to watch out. I know, seriously. <laughs> That's right. Florence. He's in the hitting kids. Get out while you um, can. Yeah. Uh, but no, <laughs> That's Ashton probably Kutcher, strong. though, think, <laughs> speaking of, you said him running out early. Like, that time he probably wasn't happy. But he just had such this, like, giddy, childish joy every time he ran out. It was so mm-hmm. fun. And, like, to I see know. Shaquille O'Neal turn from, like, Satan in his eyes murder to, like, I'm so happy and I'm going to pick up Ashton Kutcher and like twirl him around my head and hug him. That's just such a fun switch. And I was going to say what, what makes it so good is I think it's like the only genuine show really that we've mentioned so far. But what if those people are all just actually good at acting so we don't notice? Yeah. yeah. I, know. I know. Do you think I do... that it's hard for Ashton Kutcher to go to a funeral? Oh God, because you think it's going to be fake. You're like Ashton, don't fuck with this man. <laughs> yeah. Please There's don't do Ashton it. Kutcher. Oh. oh gosh. Yeah. Didn't they revive it? Because I watched some that had some more recent actors, I feel like, when I was going down the rabbit hole. Like with Justin Bieber or something. Yeah, it, it definitely had young, I mean it went on for I want to say it went from like oh two to oh nine or something like that. So this one had Dude, a pretty I think good, it went longer than that shelf life. Really? Let's, let's, uh, no, let's... okay, so it origi- the original air date was 2003 to 2017, but then they brought oh, it back in 2012, it looks like. Oh. Okay. Yeah. I saw one where these rappers, uh, I forget who, which one was being pranked, but they they laid fresh concrete outside the parking lot entrance that he parked into, and he's like, I got to get out of here. And like, we can't, there's concrete. And the dude just straight up refused and drove his car through the concrete and just like buried it in this fresh, like <laughs> sidewalk and ruined the car. So I don't know how MTV handled that. It was so awesome. I feel like Amazing. we can't, we can't move on before I share this because our fans will be angry, but there's going to be another revi- otter fact. Yeah. Also they're reviving punked on Quibi. The new streaming yeah. platform. Oh, of course, new streaming with thing Chan- with fun words. Chance the Rapper as the host. Oh, okay, Whoa. I can do that. <laughs> you lost me and then you gained me back two words later. <laughs> yeah, he seems like a good pick as far as host. You guys watched Chance the Rapper play Fortnite with Tim the Tapman? I don't know who okay. Tim the Tapman is. <laughs> He's a Twitch streamer, and he just played with uh, Ezekiel Elliott. and uh, Some country artist. That's anyway. Fun. Cool. I think that's Heck a great yeah. choice, and I'm sad that I did not pick it. Dude, I was sad I didn't have B- Viva La Bam. It was an honorable mention for me. <laughs> Dude, I'm, we both cover, like, because those aren't far from each other. One is, like, they're both pranks. That's the essence of them. And yeah, both made yeah. me go make a lot of videos where I thought I was emulating Ashton Kutcher or Bam Margera. Yes. <laughs> Similar Heck line. Yeah. All right, Will, so, we didn't steal your number three, did you? No, did we? no. My number three is in it borderlines between trash and genius is Cribs. Okay. Oh, nice. Cribs is good. So Cribs is once again, I'm looking through this through the filter of a middle schooler where all you think you want, like you have you close your eyes and think of being an adult, 
and you're like, I'm going to live in a mansion. My wife's always going to wear a bikini. And I'm going to have so much crunk juice in my fridge. Yeah. I'm going to have a basketball court in my house and all the video games. Yeah. It it was just like, it was this unrealistic view of like being an adult. And then I hated my parents for being poor. Yeah, there's no concept of a mortgage. No concept of a mortgage in that show. No. No. And for some reason, like, the ultimate status symbol was having an elevator in your two-story house. Yes. Or having a fridge that only had Gatorade in it. That had, like, every color of Gatorade. Ugh. All I wanted to say in my life, in, in like, a very serious sentence is, like, hey, now let's go check out the whips. (laughs) I wanted I was thinking, uh... This is where yes. the magic happens. Yeah, this is you know, where the this magic is a show happens. About, show about houses, but we still got to make it about sex somehow. <laughs> Absolutely, uh, dude. Cribs is my number one. Oh, dude. Oh, no way. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I jumped. No, you. no, no, dude. Not uh, at all. Know? I freaking love Cribs, man. Like, and I, I completely co-sign on everything you just said. Only thing I would add is like Cribs. Yeah, Cribs is just like. It was such it was like you got to peek behind the curtain a little bit into like how the uh, quote unquote other half lives more like the other one percent. But but still, mm-hmm. it was like so cool because you always see like you would see these cool rappers like LL Cool J and Chingy <laughs> people like that. And all of a sudden you get to see, oh, dude, I'm in Chingy's foyer. All of a sudden I'm in Ludacris's <laughs> oh, yeah. What's a you know, pinball room or something like that. It was just like so absurd. You got to see all these different sort of, you know, ridiculous house features that you never could have imagined for yourself, but that these people have. And it was just like this fun house experience. Uh, and one thing I always loved is like, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like half the houses always had a room that was just full of their friends. Like, yo, this yep. is where all the friends hang out. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's just like 20 dudes like, hey, what's going on? <laughs> I don't think any of them have houses. I think they're just always here. <laughs> they're just playing, uh, you know, that that uh, air hockey. pinball machine. They got yeah, air hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta have uh, air hockey in the 2000s. Dude. Do you yeah. know who I just looked this up? Do you know who was the last person to show their house on cribs? No clue. Uh, I'm so intrigued. Johnny Knoxville. Chris Angel, the mind oh! freak himself. <laughs> the mind freak. I, oh my Loki. gosh. Gosh. Season I'm, 17, episode 7. There were 17 seasons? Yeah. Oh my god. That's like the antithesis to what you said of these these trashy shows couldn't get more than a season or two. And that makes sense because that Cribs was the one where like my brother and I would be like, Hey Cribs is on. Like, you know, if like you see you got excited and we'd shout to the other one in the other room. Like that was a yeah. uh, no brainer. We are stopping channel surfing on Cribs. Yeah, and Cribs was one you could kind of get away with if your parents were around. Like they might even kind of mm-hmm. poke their head in and be like, Well, that's kind of crazy. Or they might be like, oh, these oh, people. Yeah. But, you know. That was like the most appropriate of any of the shows we've mentioned or probably will yes. mention. Right, yeah. right. Ugh, Chris Angel, but... I was too, like, into Chris Angel for a brief season. It's embarrassing <laughs> how cool that. I thought I that was. That. I was like, guys, he's actually walking on water. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, like, I was like, be YouTubing magic tricks. Okay. Dude, who's the other Chris yeah. Angel? There was like one other guy. David Blaine. David Blaine. David, David Blaine. Blaine. That's right. Street oh. magic. 
Yes. <laughs> and they turned into like a crazy stunt guy. <laughs> oh yes, those YouTube skits were great. Oh, uh, well, as a spoiler, one of my one of my shows to come, the guy who did that skit, the David Blaine YouTube parody, he was on an episode. But we'll keep yeah, going. dude, both of those guys have ended up semi-successful. One of them is a guy named Mikey Day, and he's on Saturday Night Live now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Crazy. That might be the one I'm thinking of. But the other That's guy awesome. you see him pop for up them. in a bunch of places. Which is I cool. mean, hey. Uh, same with Donald Glover. Did you guys, I mean, you remember the spelling bee and all that uh, Derek comedy stuff? Yeah. 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 Skits? That's so awesome. many good sketches, man. He made it. Also, Poor the Donald real. Glover movie Mystery Team is good. Mikey Day is exactly who I'm thinking of. He's on SNL. That's good to know. Yeah. Yeah. Also, he's, he's doing well for himself. Wait, was Wild and Out on MTV? That that probably yes. was after 2010. I don't know. Yeah, Maybe that, it was. I don't know. That, I hate it Wild might have and been. Out so much. I hate. I never Cannon. watched Wild and Out. Yeah, Nick Dude, Cannon okay. sucks. Okay, Nick I've actually Cannon. started to realize. I had a, I had an epiphany this last week. It's like this is a. Pu- I've never had a public voice. Nothing I've ever said has really ever been recorded. And I've realized <laughs> how hot takes. How many hot takes I make? I don't hate Nick Cannon <laughs> as a person. <laughs> I just think he's stupid. Dude, Dude drumline is so awesome. He peaked at drumline. He peaked at drumline. Drumline yeah. is awesome. He fell from earth. All right, what's a better <laughs> drum movie, drumline or whiplash? Whip, whiplash. Whiplash. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Whiplash, the spiritual sequel to drumline. <laughs> yes, or absolutely. A semi drum movie, which is that thing you do. The Big Short. Oh, oh I don't know that thing you do. Dude, that Dude, thing here's you, something oh, crazy. crazy. That thing you do. Is it worth watching? I'll I'll look it yeah. up. I'll, all it right. was Tom Good Hanks' enough. first directorial debut. Oh no! Um, you want to talk about people we hate? Tom Hanks is up there for me. <laughs> that guy's a douche. <laughs> yeah, dude. But dude, Gosh. will it would it would appear that either the networks or the people at large don't agree with you because Wild and Out has run for fifteen seasons. I know it has, and it makes me very angry. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> That's crazy. Who the hell watches Wild well, and Out? No, so t- who watches MTV still? <laughs> I, or it's still going? I, yeah, I don't, I don't know cable, but I think it, it struck a good chord. It was like a different, uh, different vibe. Whose line is it anyway? And I loved that show so much, and so I loved watching Wild and Out. And like, I would try to convince people at parties to do the games from Whose Line Is I It remember, Anyway, and I or from Wild and Out. Like, <laughs> like guys, let's just do an improv workshop is basically all I was going with. And it was, I loved it. It was so fun. Alec would have been all about it. He would have been the best yeah, one man. in the room. <laughs> I just, uh, there, that's, there's some Jackbox games that scratch that itch, like the yeah. robot rap battle one, but they're, they're not as good. Okay. okay. Are we done with Cribs? Also, was it with an S or a Z? I think it's an S, but I'm not sure. Oh, you're probably right. It's I can S. see it's the icon with like the architecture drawing and then it spells cribs. You're right, but right. The blueprint. Yeah. Okay, you my number three, right? Oh, dude, I'm excited to get my number two, but number three is legit. Uh, my number three is Pimp My Ride. Oh! Yeah. <laughs> with exhibit. That's my number two. That's my oh, number two. Just, That's my number two so, as well. Oh, there we go, guys. So similar to Cribs, like my brother and I, like those were the two, because like I'm not going to like be talking about Rock of Love with my brother. Like we, like, <laughs> like we see like Cribs or Pimp My Ride, we're like this is cool. Like let's go, let's watch this. Like 
dude, let's put a <laughs> we put a smoothie bar in your car because we heard you were healthy. <laughs> we we found this candy wrapper under the seat, so we assumed that that was a big part of your life, and you would be willing to sacrifice all your trunk space for a cotton candy machine. <laughs> like, who's gonna use this cotton candy machine in your trunk? The worst modification I saw, though, because I just watched a lot of these, was this person was musical, and so they put all this music crap in their car, but like the one that they landed on coming out of the console so no room to put your arm or like store anything in the console is a robotic arm that when you push a button it rings a triangle they have a triangle <laughs> hanging from the mirror and a robotic arm that dings it like what the hell <laughs> oh my gosh uh, oh and then a quote <laughs> we know you want to be a traveling nurse so we hooked you up with your own cat scan machine <laughs> Is that real? Did that actually happen in the show? It, it's the, a truck. It's a truck that looks. You can't legally use that. You can't <laughs> legally use that. But it, it looks. I know. Oh. That's why it sounded so insane to me. It looks just like a CAT scan machine, but it's just like a plastic tube that takes up the entire trunk. Like there's no seats in this station wagon. It's got monitors and like speakers all around it, but it's just like a CAT scan machine. You'd go in to watch TVs at like your shoulder level. It makes no sense. Multiple <laughs> monitors. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's incredible, dude. That is such yeah. a good show. Yeah, I've got that in my two spot. Uh, and, and I got I got to take a moment just to recognize Exhibit for his work as the host Thank on that you. show. Because he was just so awesome. He was just a, the perfect host for that show. He was just, like, funny. He was always kind of, like, you know, busting on the people for their cars and stuff like that, which was a blast. And, God, and his, his, his workshop full of dudes was super entertaining. <laughs> he's, always he's had the most audacious ideas. West Coast Customs. And then it was gas yeah. in later seasons. It was... Something automotive, something gas. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, th this show was just like must-see television because it was like there was, <laughs> was always like you could kind of play along with it, you know, like you would see this car, you would hear about what this person liked, you know, and then you would sort of think, okay, what the hell are they going to do? Are they going to put like a fucking video game system in the back of his trunk or something like that? Is he work at Ch Chick-fil-A? So they're going to turn his backseat into a deep fryer, you know, what are they going to do? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like, oh, it was so much fun. Love that yeah, show. and fuck trunk space or safety regulations. <laughs> we need a snow cone machine in here yesterday. <laughs> or gas mileage. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dude, I saw, I I saw a slot machine. Dude, when they would put, like, TVs outside the car, but, like, in <laughs> in the wheel bed, yeah. or, like, on the mud flaps, and you're like, what is... <laughs> <laughs> the hell are you guys doing? <laughs> Do you guys remember the, uh, the so the intro was great, like the intro song was great. The but song. Another thing that was great is when they would like when Exhibit would show up to the house and he would oh. yeah they would just do those cutscenes and him would like he would like have his arms like this and he just like get it closer then go back and it was just like him cutting between like around the street. <laughs> well, today I watched a YouTube video that was uh, Pimp My Ride. All exhibit intros, seasons one through eight. And it was just yes. 20 minutes of exhibit bouncing around different cuts and poses. I also watched an interview with him from like last year where he was talking about how he gets so much hate like for ruining people's cars and like we're putting the dumbest shit in there. And he's just like, 
Did you ever see me working on a car? Did you ever see me put a snow cone machine in the car? No, I was at the start and I was at the end. MTV told me that they would play my music videos on their network if I did this show. And now it's the thing people t- want to talk to me most about. Oh well, there's gosh. that whole like controversy with it where like they ruin people's cars because they would like put all this stuff in. And then it, as soon as the show is over, they take it all out. Oh, really? Oh, Have you really? seen that? Yeah, they they like, if, hey, we put like a 20 inch or like a 30 inch TV in the back. They put it in and they take it out and like really? you'd have to like pay for it. Yeah. Oh, what? that's brutal. Because I, I found so more whack. like I found more like <laughs> pit my ride conspiracy trains like that than I did actual episodes on YouTube. But uh, one guy was talking about how they made him act more excited and do another take of them revealing the car. <laughs> but then I found this really interesting video of like a present day car YouTuber found a van from the show what? on Craigslist for $850 and they restored it and a lot of the stuff still worked, but it had a lot of the old TVs and stuff in it and it was pretty oh, wild. Did it? This bright pink van. Uh, but yeah, That's I heard funny. that a, a lot of times they would put the gadgets in, but they wouldn't fix the guts enough so the cars would just still be terrible and like yeah. wouldn't have brakes. Like you have four TVs, but no brakes. <laughs> <laughs> but this car hasn't had an oil change in a year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh my gosh. And Nevertheless, the hell one, of a show. Like the stretches though, and sometimes Exhibit's face would be like, that's not really tracking. Like I saw his his face, he gave one of those faces uh once when they put the chandelier in, and the other one I watched today was We know you like the beach, so we got you some high powered binoculars that fold down from like the <laughs> roof so you can like look out at the beach. Like, what is that? <laughs> That's I can't connect those dots. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm talking too long about this because I want to talk about my number two even more. So let's keep going. <laughs> well, it's you're you're up, right. up again. Oh, I'm up yeah. again. Okay, because Alex number one was cribs, and Will's number two was pin my ride. Okay, yeah. number two. This one hurts so bad because I legitimately thought it was cool, and <laughs> it was later, <clears throat> like it aired later than the other shows on my list. So I should have been older and wiser, but I wasn't. Oh, boy. And my number two was Yo Mama. Oh! Yo Mama! <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Yo Dude, Mama. I fucking love I, Mama. I, I unironically thought it was cool, and I thought Wilder Valderrama was the fucking cat's pajamas. Like, that dude. <laughs> so cool. And I'm so I just sure that they had Wilmer Valderrama host that yes. show. Yes! There's so much super. Yeah, it's Mama. such an insane, it's such an insane <laughs> narrative is. too. That like Wilder Wilmer Valderrama is like scoping out the East LA Yo Mama scene where these just like circles of people gather and like tell Yo Mama jokes in a circle under bridges and like laugh in old warehouses. Like, it's, like he's like, yeah. So I've been hearing about this guy all around East LA. I brought these. I'm, I'm gonna go check in on one of their spit sessions and then we'll bring him on the show for the tournament. Like it's just insane. And, like, I I felt like I was just, like, uh, adding to my own comedic arsenal, which is so cringy. Like, oh, yeah, you know, I got to... I love my mom so much. I got to be ready to throw down and defend her. Uh, I never know when a yo mama off might might just bust out. And if we learned anything from this podcast, it's that I'm incapable of organic humor, and all of it is just jokes that I stockpile from somebody else. Um... (laughs) But like, and yeah, the, the Wilmer recruiting and then it like cuts to interviews of him and he's just like, oh yeah, like, like Wilder Valderrama 
<laughs> I keep mispronouncing his name. He's just some like comedy god talent scout like who knows like the funniest thing. He's like, yeah, Ramon, he showed some some hard hitters, but I think James has this special quality about him. I think Ramon might be better suited to tell jokes about cousins, maybe, or uncles, but uh, <laughs> James, he's he's got the yo mama goal. Like, it's just so crazy, the interviews that they had on that show. I just love it. Chameleon Air was on an episode. Oh, hell that was yeah. good. Dude, we need um, more Chameleon Air in the limelight. We do. I feel yeah. so dumb forgetting about that show. <laughs> no, you're think- smart. I feel dumb every time I remember it. <laughs> the the last time I thought about the show Yo Mama was the last time I watched Yo Mama. It instantly <laughs> left my brain when I was 15 years old. Guys. And just returned now, 12 years later. I, I have a ton of actual Yo Mama jokes I need to read, but some I, like, this is how the opposite of you I am. I remember, like, a lot of jokes, like, still in my arsenal before I watched any episodes this week that I still remembered from that show. Because, like, some were so bad. Like, a lot of them weren't appropriate, but some were just bad jokes. There's this insane concept that once the final two for the episode were decided, it's like, now we're going to go have a mini room raiders. You're going to go dig yeah. up dirt in the other person's room yep. to tell your knockout joke. Like, and at the end of the round, they have this knockout joke. And the very first episode, I think, ever, or at least the first one I watched, one guy had red hair, and the knockout joke was like, yo, it looks like you rubbed flaming Hat Cheetos all over your hair. And everybody's like, oh, and you know, they're covering their mouth and jumping in the air. And the other guy's knockout joke was, hey, I found something that'll make you look better. And he puts a paper bag on his head. That's not a joke. (laughs) That's pretty funny, though, to be fair. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, okay, but these are actual jokes where people praised, freaked out, and ran around with their hands in the air or on their head. Uh Are you going to read them now? I'm going to read some. Is that okay? Yeah, Yo please. mama's so stupid, she tripped over a cordless phone. <laughs> All right. Yo mama looked like yeah. Yo mama looked like Cedric the Entertainer with a wig. That's fu- I like that one. <laughs> yeah. I like that one. You, you look like Kanye East. You're so stupid, you gotta unzip your pants to count to eleven, or should I say ten and a half? That's, That's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good for him. <laughs> Your mom is so cheap. <laughs> she bought you an Xbox 180, or she shops at Badwill. Bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was not. Okay, so I keep going. Up this. Uh, just what this. Your mama's a stripper at Quiznos. <laughs> double meat, baby. Double meat. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, uh, that one's good. That's a that's yeah, just a good joke. But, and there's just a lot of ones you couldn't air today where the punchlines are like you might be a woman or you might be gay or you might be Hispanic or you might yeah. be a sex worker. And I'm insinuating <laughs> that so you should feel like an idiot. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> one was Michael Jackson would have loved you. The guy was short. Michael Jackson would have loved you. Oh no, he's fat. Sorry, there's there's so many Michael Jackson jokes about short people that I confused it. This one was about somebody who was fat. Michael Jackson would have loved you more, Cheston for the molesting. Oh my god! Oh, wow, got him. <laughs> so offensive. This. Oh, <laughs> what the oh. hell? But I was losing my mind. Like I was sitting on my desk watching these YouTube videos, wondering if this was real. It's even better than I remembered, and by better I mean way worse. 
<laughs> Dude, I just <laughs> love the uh, the tagline. There was just always this is your mama, and he would like point at the camera, you know, <laughs> yes. or like cross his arms. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, oh Dude, I my think God. Well, I think your mama's philosophy was they saw how good Ashton did with Punk, and they were like, who can we get yes. from that seventy show? Wilmer, let's okay, Eric Foreman, no way. <laughs> if only they, they should have gotten Grace. Kitty. Yeah, Kitty Four. <laughs> I'm the only one. That would have been awesome. Hell yeah, oh, I would have loved it. So Ugh. thanks for letting me talk All about right. Yo Mama, guys. Yeah, I, I have to assume Will and I absolutely have the same number one. There's only one that it'd be a crime if it didn't show up on our list. Well, now your, I mean, your list has gone a different route than mine. Um, yeah, oh yeah, so yours is probably Alex an actual good show. Was, yeah, my I think mine is. Mine actually might be one of the best shows on television. Oh, then um, it's definitely not mine. <laughs> uh, so Alex was number number one was Cribs. So we're back to mm-hmm. me. Uh, my number one is Jackass. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Honest, uh, honestly, I think that it's it, Viva La Bam was like Jackass Junior. Um, mm-hmm. The show only aired for about two years and then spun off Viva La Bam and spun off uh, Wild Boys. Yeah, wow. Uh, was Jackass boys. before Viva La Bam? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. for some reason I thought they were flipped. But yeah, that's so, okay. So Jackass was just like this start of a of it Jackass changed the culture, honestly. Yes. And I will changed stand by that forever. Yeah. If you go to two thousand and five when YouTube was invented, like I bet eighty percent of those videos are thirteen year old boys jumping off of shit. And I mean I have those the fact that yeah, you and I made those dumb videos. <laughs> Of yes. us like jousting on on bikes and <laughs> jumping into bushes and Bush doing dumb stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We also made that and terrible that is, true life parody. Yeah, we did make a true life parody, and that was that <laughs> was good. Um, another bad show. Uh, but yeah, I not, think that Jackass Jack, is good. Jackass is great. Like, love Johnny Knoxville. I thought he was so yeah. funny. Um, and then you had like the side characters like Ryan Dunn. Um, we man and then yeah we, we man, man was preston great. yeah preston was awesome <laughs> steve-o so, and i just yeah and oh, that, like, steve-o's awesome and it, I, I the movie came out first i believe and then the show um but i i just loved it and that was one of those yeah. shows that i had to quickly turn off whenever my mom was in the room mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh so we rented jackass 2 i believe this is, those are like peak youngster sleepover movies. Like you could watch that four yeah. times, never go to sleep and be losing your shit all night. We rented <laughs> Jackass 2 at Michael Revis's house and Mrs. Revis was like bringing down like snacks, bless her heart for us at the start of the movie. So she catches the first scene and it starts zoomed in. You see a snake in an aquarium and a sock in that aquarium and it zooms out and it's, I believe, Johnny Knoxville's penis in the sock, in the snake cage. And you see this penis or this, this snake just start like going at biting the socked penis. And Mrs. Yeah. Revis is like, what are you watching? But like, Michael's like, that's fine. It, it gets better. And like, somehow, I just remember like that is stuck in my brain as an awkward television viewing experience. But that I feel like I dropped the ball again. This is a great choice. I just think of the movies and like Jackass is so much bigger than an awful MTV show to me. It's, it's awesome. Yeah. It's so yeah. good. It's be- like I said, bam, Viva la bam. I dropped back cause it was actually cool. Jackass was just way cooler. 
Yeah, dude, Mike, I, I feel exactly the same. That's the reason I didn't include it, because I feel like Jackass is like... It's like it, the only thing from that era that was actually good. You know what I mean? That was actually awesome. <laughs> that wasn't just yes. awesome because you're 12 and you're like, oh my God, this is crazy. They're talking about sex. You know, it was like legitimately <laughs> funny. Like you can go back and watch it and it's still awesome. And like all of the, and I think part of what separated Jackass from all the other, you know, kind of Jackass wannab wannabes was that all of those dudes were just so funny and like it, yep. none of it was ever like mean spirited. And if it was, it was, like, mean-spirited towards each other, you know? So it's not like yeah. they were just, you know, doing the modern YouTube stuff where they just, like, punch somebody in the face and say it's a, some yeah. stranger See, in the face. Yeah. I know? always, I hate that, I hate that, that twist in the culture that's happened where it's, like, it's funny to go around a grocery store and, like, knock someone's phone out of their hand and record it yeah. on TikTok. Like, yeah. I, like, they did that stuff, but it was always to each other. Yeah, yes. and sometimes There's... it was it was like before, it would be in front of people at a grocery store or whatever, but like it was always to each other. Yeah, and it was yeah. always them. Like they never harmed anyone. They never like did pranks really against anyone else besides each other. And that's why I like the yeah. most about it. It was so Seriously. joyful. There's like a, a strange joy to it. Yeah, and they were always so yeah. clever as well that it wasn't just like, "Hey, we're just gonna punch you in the nuts." It was like, "Hey, we like rigged <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. this insanely hilarious device that's gonna. We made this Rube Goldberg machine that's gonna like, you know, go through all this crap and then end with kicking him in the nuts or something like <laughs> sure. that." You know, there I'm was sure there was this... at least at least one where they just punched him in the nuts. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but there was this level of showmanship that's just like unparalleled. Oh, yeah, and like the infectious. giant hand, the giant hand the looked hand. around the corner. Yeah, yeah that's a great video. So, so funny. <laughs> oh I will say gosh. that like my final closing remarks on Jackass as my number one is uh, being the age as I, as I was at that time, I feel like MTV's main goal was to make me horny. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> and <laughs> through the weirdest yes. ways. It's like, hey, let's watch these like, these like thirty-five-year-old people try to f fall in love with Flavor Flav. And I was like, I don't know what this is or how my body is responding to this. But it's provocative. But Jackass was the one show that made me horny for friendship. Oh yeah, yeah. that's beautiful. <laughs> we Thank need you, more man. of that. We need more horniness for friendship in our Seriously. world today. Love that. Dude, that that's why we started this podcast, really. I was, I, it just made me hornier and hornier for your guys' friendship. <laughs> That's a good answer. Although now I am back to a semantics like uh, identity crisis of if I can even associate it with awful. But we'll get there when we come to yeah. it. All right, is All right. you guys ready for my Did number you? one? Yeah. All right, my number one, and I had this at five, and Viva Bam at one at first, and then I watched. Far too many hours of all of these shows this week. And this is the one that, like, I was so sad we weren't watching together. I needed to call you and just, like, it was just so bad, but I was I was laughing the most. And that is Next. Next! MTV's yep. <laughs> Next. And yeah. it's just, like, from the get-go, okay, the concept we all know is you go on, uh, there's a bus full of people to go on a date with this one person and however many minutes they last on the date that's how many dollars they get except one person the uh the like 
I don't know, bachelorette type girl will choose to either offer a, to offer a second date to, and then the contestants can still take the money or choose to go on the second date, either or situation. <laughs> um, but from the gate, it's just, they are talking exclusively in terrible puns and crude jokes, uh, like just like everything else in here. So many of them are just like racially focused intros, which oh, is boy. really weird. Uh, quotes <laughs> like, I'm Eric, I'm 22, and this Jewish boy's strategy is to spin this girl like a dreidel. <laughs> I'm Nick, I'm 19, and this Hispanic is going to cause a panic in this girl's panties. What? Like, that can't that be real? real? That can't be real. That it has Actual to be. intro. Actual <laughs> intro. Like, like, just like, it's Dude. up. And then, no, no, you don't even have the worst one. This guy oh, looks like the biggest douchebag I've ever seen in my life. I'm Adam, I'm 24, and I won't even notice if this girl has a good personality because I'm going to be staring at her boobs. <laughs> <laughs> That's his oh intro line. Oh my gosh, what a king. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, wow. It's That's insane. Just, Who sorry. is the monster writing these lines for these poor men to say? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then they have that freeze frame when they step off the bus and it like hits the three bullet points, like... You know, this guy threw a tomato at a ride operator at a carnival when he was six. It's like the weirdest, like, quotes of, like, trying to make him seem quirky or whatever, or mm. sexual, or they're just, like, sexual. Like, collects V-cards. It was, like, one guy's <laughs> bullet <laughs> That's oh. insane. Like, I forgot the, the concept of the word V-card, which I'm sure I, I learned from MTV. Okay, I, I, I wrote down quotes. One of the bulleted quotes was the guy's on the bus while two are on the date and he turns to one of them. Like, it, it, I don't know if this is MTV's terrible writing, but he turns to the other guys waiting on the bus and says, hey, any of you guys collect V cards? And then like oh, one no. of them like says, wait, what do you mean a V card? And then he explains what a V card is and the concept of taking oh. someone's virginity. Yikes. Huge and so yikes. this is why legitimately awful and it's only funny ironically now. But it was, I still watched it enough as a kid, but yeah. watching it this week, it was, our jaw was on the floor. <laughs> and then, and then it's absurd. The date challenges, you go out there and it's like, what kind of a date is this? It's like this, it becomes this weird game of survivor. It's like, well, today you're going to be going up Chelsea, who is a trained uh, rescue dog in a doggy agility test. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of like a date is that? And this dude's like rolling around on the beach in his jeans and like the girl's throwing frisbees at her and, and the dog and whoever catches the more w wins. And then she's like, the dog's catching more than you. Next. Like, like he's got both his armpits ripped in his shirt. He's covered in sand. He's sweaty. Like so dehumanizing. But I couldn't look away. <laughs> it's must-see television. You know? I do. Yeah. It's one of the best parts of that show though is when someone would immediately put one foot on the ground coming off the bus and they just say next oh this poor girl poor girl charity fell down the bus steps and got nexted on her ass like she fell down the steps okay i'm oh going way too deep into the, the next lore but then they bring charity back for a a uh, like heroes of next episode <laughs> so she is the host she's like the bachelorette person where she fell as a contestant and wow. her intro her intro is uh give me a sec to find it it was good i'm charity i'm 21 i like a guy who's a little ghetto because you know miss charity is always down for some thug love right 
Oh, oh gosh, dude. Yuck. <laughs> what does that mean? What does that mean? Also, this is such a small amount of money. Like you're on a date for 41 minutes. You like 41, 41 bucks. <laughs> or go on a second date. And then it's not worth the dehumanization. It's no. so flawed in so many ways. Oh, oh my god. The concept. Seriously. You have 40 though. bucks or get to know me more. <laughs> Yeah, I'll take the 40 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Honestly, though, $40 is probably more valuable than a relationship with someone you would meet on Next. So <laughs> True. I know. That's I know. 40 McChickens. <laughs> I wish I could, like, speaking of documentaries, if I could have a documentary to see, like, for all these shows, what percentage of it was real at all, and if any of it ever worked out, that would be Dude. great. No. I want to know how much theaters at play. It's got to be so much theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You would, uh, you would hope. You know, you would hope that those people don't actually exist. You would hope there's no one out there collecting V cards. You know, <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I wonder how the like producers of these shows are doing now, and if they can sleep at night. Like, oh god, <laughs> god, I really, I really brought that into the world. Like that yeah. is not going away. That exists, and I'm responsible. <laughs> like I have a hard time sometimes, you know, finding meaning in my work and I do marketing for a bank, you know? Yeah. Like how, how do these guys find the meaning in what they do? You know, <laughs> I brought the world next. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how many podcasts are talking about bank marketing right now? If that's any indicator. That's very true. Doing something right. Seriously. Though. Probably. Yeah, wait, wait, was that, was that a joke meaning to say that like, there's none? Because I, I'm well, sure there's more. I'm sure there's more podcasts talking about marketing to banks than there are about the show next. <laughs> okay, I guess you're maybe right. That is actually probably how many true. episodes? How many episodes of List Wars have talked about bank marketing? I guess one. I guess it's a tie now. We, next next episode is top five bank marketing campaigns. All right, yeah, let's of the give, 20th let's century. Give, give them a free one. Top five bank marketing strategies. Uh, I'm gonna say gonna Wells Fargo cool when they like sold everybody's information that was tight oh that was good that was tight that's a good marketing play <laughs> oh okay well these are some good shows yeah is it time to compare them all against each other yeah let's do I it i think so I, and i think well i feel like it's gonna this is gonna be an easier one yeah maybe that's too. the kiss of death but i, I mean know. yeah also i can't say that i care enough about next to like sacrifice <laughs> that to much go to energy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like the, Dude, when you it, have awful in the title. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I think so. If I can take the first swing, if you will, I kind of feel like have Jackass would be a worthy number one. Thank you. It's Thank so you. good. Yeah, because I'm like saying it. My only reservation <laughs> is back to the awful thing. Like, yeah, I, I whereas, know that is the thing. Is the, it doesn't really fit the awful vibe, but but it's almost like this, you know, this one gem amidst the it's the one pearl amidst all the clams, if you will. The well, diamond like, in the rough. I'll say this. I'll say this. All right, I let my cat in the room. Um, hey, cat. Uh, I'll say this about awful. It's a subjective term. Um, mm -hmm. My mom would say jackass is awful. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, you're full but, of awe when you watch it. That's what I'm saying. In, in <laughs> true, yeah. And I mean, I watch. I went back and watched uh, a handful of clips of Jackass, and there's there's some things in there that are dicey for sure, and yeah. that are crazy. It, and 
you get caught up in the nostalgia of it though. Um, but if I was looking at it, if, okay, so I have a theory about movies and media that you have to be a certain age when you watch certain things. Mm. Um, I think there's a few movies that are like timeless, like um, airheads. I think there's a lot of them like airheads. Blue streak. But like, <laughs> totally unrelated to the age like, at which I watch them. If you think about movies like Raiders of the Lost Ark, I think yeah. that movie's timeless. But yes. you think about a movie like Black Knight with Martin Lawrence. Oh, that's <laughs> good. <laughs> second favorite movie. Um, that movie does not hold up. It, there are a thousand movies that are better than that movie that tackle the same themes. Um, a kid in King sure. Arthur's yeah. Court. I don't think a lot of people <laughs> like Black Knight for the themes it tackles. <laughs> <laughs> it tackles some good themes. All I'm saying is this, is that like if I showed Jackass to like a 35-year-old right now who had never seen it or heard of it, they would think it was stupid and it was like making a joke off of YouTube parodies. But mm, I think that okay. it is... I, I think it, So I, all that to say, I back it up as number one because I think it's the best content that MTV has allowed to grace its air. Yes. <laughs> I love this turn of you arguing for how it's awful, but I, that's fine. It's weird, it's just, yeah. I, yeah, as the guy who put pure trash as his number one <laughs> and, and read off a bunch of terrible next quotes, I, yeah, that was, it's it's definitely a lot better than that, but I, I'm fine to put it on there if you guys think it's deserving of number one. Cool. Mike, do you want to add one to the list? If I had to add one, I just hope that Yo Mama finds a spot at the number five <laughs> spot. So I'm going to put Yo Mama. Yeah, dude, I'm fine. I'm fine with yeah. Yo Mama at five. I forgot about like, that show. It was it was I'm so glad you brought it up. It makes me so happy. <laughs> if you were to just throw out like the one sentence concept of any of these, like and you had to pick which one was a lie, it would be that one, right? <laughs> like, like, so it's a bunch of dudes in a warehouse in Los Angeles telling you mama jokes. <laughs> to Wilmer Valderrama. <laughs> And this is all overseen by Wilmer Valderrama. It sounds like a fibbage question. <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my gosh. Hell yeah. All right. What else belongs on here? Um, I would say Pit My Ride number two. I would agree with that. Oh, yeah, that showed up everywhere. Absolutely. That's a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Then- I You guys... You didn't like the hot garbage because my sweet super, my super sweet sixteen and next, those are the hot garbage ones on my list. I <laughs> yeah. guess I shouldn't be surprised yeah. they didn't show up on yours. Like, punked scratches a very similar itch to Jackass. Like, here we're just putting legitimately good shows on the list, and I guess I'm fine with it. But I feel like punked is is a good one too. Yeah, punked is just oh, a good Cribs. show. Yeah, Cribs I think Cribs. Crib, that would be next on my list of Agreed. the ones that I left out. Yeah, Cribs is number three. I think. I, yeah, yeah. you're gonna say that right. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was going for. But part of me feels like this list isn't trashy enough. <laughs> can, like, yeah. can next find a spot in number four? What's the worst thing on your guys' list? Room Raiders? I like Room Raiders, too. I feel like Viva La Bam. I don't know. It's on both of your guys' lists. I feel like it could it you could have, have a spot at number four, you know? Now this is like a cool shows I want to watch list. <laughs> well, okay, so that's the that that goes back to the whole like nostalgia. The the crux of our podcast, which is like we don't align on it. So when I thought of like awful MTV shows, yes, the first things that came to my mind were uh like Date My Mom and Next and these things. Yeah. And then I was looking at I was like 
what it would what are like low quality production things that were actually great? Because I always look at this as like, what are my top? What are my favorite right. awful yeah. shows? Not like right. not so, the ones that like make me cringe. Right. Yeah, it, it's not the worst, but I think it's the best of the things that can be considered awful. Yeah, I don't and that's know. hard for and me. We, I can't think that deep. I'm not a very smart man. That's too late. You always said <laughs> I can pick one layer. Well, you're not. You're never going to come to my birthday party and see two layers of a cake. I'm a sheet cake kind of guy. <laughs> I will make you a sheet cake. cake. <laughs> I will make you two layers, and you can have them both and eat it too. Um, okay, I if I would rather because Jackass is just a better Evil of Bam to me. I would I would rather put Punked. Well, I guess Jackass is a better Punked. Yeah, like no, Punked is different. Punked is a different. It's a different beast. It is. It is. It's more. Yeah. 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 It's a different ethos. I think they have some DNA, though. You know, you're getting people, things like that. You are getting them, and it's not like super harmful, except to that kid that Zach Braff beat up. <laughs> Assaulted. Yeah. The <laughs> kid that Zach Braff I, put in a coma. I would. Breaking news. I would vote. I would vote punked or next <laughs> over uh, Viva La Bam. But I would say we did both put Viva La Bam on the list. And I loved yeah. Viva La Bam. Yeah. yeah it was not as hit. funny watching now, but <laughs> that that really like jaded my list watching these recently. Maybe that's the only reason I have next on the list. <laughs> mm. Dude, some of those quotes you listed from next were Stomach. Stomach. Like, can I read those? Can I read those here? We just had the most graphically like sexual episode with zoo animals. Am I allowed to say that? So I was quoting it. The joke is it's insane that they would allow that stuff right. on the television. <laughs> like, good I God. I feel like it's uh, a hate crime just to listen to it. Yeah, for real. You could be prosecuted with the fullest extent of the law. Yo mama's breath Alan. stinks so bad She Yo. don't use Listerine strips She uses Listerine loose leaf paper <laughs> <laughs> That was one of them That's actually funny he, the dude, he pulled out a piece <laughs> of loose good. leaf paper From his back pocket of his cargo shorts And he shoved it in his mouth <laughs> That's fucking hilarious <laughs> Oh my gosh Dude, I need a All right. What, what, what do you guys want for number four? Alec, did you say? I would say either Room Raiders or Viva La Bam. Oh, okay. okay. I think I it's would, Viva La Bam then. Yeah, I would say, man, yeah. I feel like when if we put Viva La Bam, you look at this list and you just know for a fact... That it was a bunch of dudes, white dudes, <laughs> that made this list. Yeah. Hey, all you ladies out there that may have liked my super sweet sixteen, I got your back. All you next or hey, next nation, I'm gonna start a solo podcast where I break down individual next episodes. Cause as you guys might have noticed, I got pretty pretty deep into the like I got a lot more bullet points. I maybe hit th- a third of my next bullet points. I'm just <laughs> Terrible oh. quotes. There's this guy named RL. That was his name. He says, I'm about, to convince, I'm about to convince this girl that RL stands for real long. <laughs> was, it, was, it, was it RL Stein? Yes. Yeah, That's not what RL Stein looks like. Oh. Uh, yeah, this is a boy's list, but I'm fine with it. I'm fine with Viva La Bam. I, yeah. like, it's hard for me to like want to diss Bam Margera or Viva La Bam. He just gave so much, you know? He did. Yeah. They really did. Steve-O sacrificed his body, man. I know. Yeah. 
it's Devo. It's hard to watch. It is honestly hard to watch some of those episodes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oof. Like now that we're adults and we know that your bodies can hurt a lot more and don't magically regenerate like they do when you're 11. Yeah. It's brutal. Truth. And so it's so gross. Like the food stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. All right. So we're, we're locking this in. Let's log it. Good with it? Yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, your master list for awful MTV reality shows of the 2000s. Coming in at number five is Yo Mama. And number four, we've got Viva La Bam. Number three is MTV Cribs. Number two, Pimp My Ride. And the number one best worst MTV reality show of the 2000s. It's the best. Jackass. Thank you, Johnny Knoxville. Moment of claps for him and all those guys who sacrificed their bodies for our enjoyment. Yes. Cool. That was good. All right. Um, all right. 9.53. Do you guys want to play a game? I'd be up for a game myself. Yeah. Tight. Let's do it. All right. We'll be right back. What's what's in that positive? I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta want to wait and see if if Alex into it because I don't want to be playing a game with Michael by myself. <laughs> I feel like there's just like a little pause there, like where you're like, let me see what Alex says before well, I, I sign on. I don't. Well, I don't know. I was fine with it because it's it's earlier for me, but it's it's uh, one of those things where I'm like, I don't want to be so gung ho about it, and then Alex feel pressured, be like, oh yeah. fuck, I guess I'm in. Ah, gotcha. Oh, no, dude, he, he put he put on his denim jacket for this. He's yeah, ready dude, to, I, I got I got I'm denim jacket on this. I'm gonna put dude, on a denim jacket. I'm I'll go get my denim jacket. jacket. Yeah, yeah, we're all Mike, gonna go pee put, and put on denim jackets. Okay. We'll be back. Pee recording. and keep my denim jacket on. I'll be back. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See ya. And we're back here on List Wars, ready to play a game. We have all put on our denim jackets, and it's we're sweating. <laughs> Very hot. I was sweating before the jacket was on. Alec and I have like the classic blue light wash, um, or I mean, I guess it's a, it's a deep blue. Will's with like a grayer, little more stone washed with a ripped elbow. Okay, Will is legit. He just raises. He's got actual rips. You didn't buy it with those ribs, I know, right? Nah, dog. Just, That's just for me being active, baby. <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> yeah. Authentic. So, you know, I, some people play basketball in their Lululemon <laughs> shorts and shirt, but Will, he's out there in his denim jacket. Dude, dunking. I'm grinding in the post. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. He's the board, okay, man. Okay, so today, tonight, we're going to play a game. Um this is called oh I had a name for it. How am I forgetting this name? It was Show Me What You Got is tonight's game. <laughs> but I totally didn't just name on the spot. Tangentially related to our episode topic because it deals with TV shows. How this game is going to operate. I am going to start listing off the names of episodes of popular or not popular television shows. And when you think you know what show it belongs to, you buzz in by saying your name. And it, again, the risk here for buzzing early is that the opponent will get to hear more clues after you're done if you get it wrong. Sound easy enough? Simple enough? So so we're naming the shows. 
the show that these episodes are from. So I'm going to list off a bunch okay. of episodes. So it's a lot like your guys' favorite game, Harry, Harry Potter, which is still my <laughs> favorite game we've done so far. Uh, but no, no bowl cuts will be mentioned tonight. I do have to apologize. Alec corrected me at the end of that episode. I understand that JK Rowling characterizes Hermione as having bushy hair, not shaggy hair, <laughs> but I use shaggy everywhere. Also Shaggy's CD that had girl, you're my angel. And it wasn't me was the first cassette tape I ever bought or my brother got it for me for like my birthday. I had it on my Walkman. That's beautiful. It has a very, very raunchy song. It's a great song. factoid. Yeah. <laughs> very raunchy If you song. were on Next, that little factoid would show up when you got off the bus. Yeah. <laughs> those factoids are just like insane though. Collect V cards. Good guy. All right. So I'm going to read this first one. Buzz in to say your name when you think you know it. And if you don't, that's okay. We can, we can move on. My super ego my own personal Jesus, my drug buddy, my heavy metal, my cookie pants. Will McKenzie. Our, Will McKenzie. I'm going to say true life. This is not true life. I'm sorry. God. Are also, these- <laughs> I feel like I should clarify these are not all MTV shows. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was gonna ask. <laughs> God damn it! Will's gonna hate these next clues so much. I just final, assumed they were. I know, which is a great assumption that you should make, and I would have done it. I just, I feel like that would have been too hard. But now that I think about it, if we narrow the scope, it probably wouldn't have been that bad. Uh, but these are just de- general TV shows. You guys are both like into Fuck film it. and TV yeah. and stuff. So Alec, let's see if you can get up with these last two. Oh boy, our our white coats. My malpractice decision. Uh, G- ER. Um, first of all, you didn't buzz in. Second of Alec. all, you're wrong as hell. <laughs> <laughs> those are those are episode titles from Scrubs. Scrubs. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, start with I was not wrong yeah. as hell. I guessed a hospital-related show. Oh my god, ER and Scrubs couldn't be further from each yeah, other in they terms of be. themes. <laughs> True life was a better answer. Yeah, Will was way closer. <laughs> Scrubs was closer to real life. Alright. Um here we go. <laughs> the aluminum monster versus fatty Alec magoo. Alec Bowling. Fuck. Always sunny in Philadelphia. <laughs> Alec, <laughs> Alec Bowling, you are correct. I'm just, I knew that. <laughs> All right, there we go. Alex on the board with uh with one point. Woo! That's a great episode, by the way. It is great. It is. <laughs> uh, some of these are funny. Pilot. Pilot. <laughs> Believe me, brother. First crush. Two idiots and a baby. Dune buggy. The bet. Pool Shark, Blues Brothers, Driver's License, Will McKenzie. Will McKenzie. This is going to be crazy. Is it Drake and Josh? It's Drake and Josh. There you go. (laughs) Great job, dude. 
<laughs> I'm in. I thought that Doom Buggy episode might be. <laughs> there you go. Great job. So, yeah, later there was going to be a clue coming called Drew and Jerry. That's kind of the more uh. giveaway. Uh, oh, and then the Peruvian Puff Pepper. I was trying to see if there was an episode called Game Sphere, but I didn't find one. Oh, Game Sphere. Uh, Ma- Megan's new one, teacher. Yeah. It's spherical. <laughs> <laughs> it is. Mindy loves Josh. Oh God, this show is a good show. All right, here we go. Next episode or next, uh, yeah, next show. Twelve a.m. to one a.m. Alec Willing, Will McKenzie. One. <laughs> Shit. Okay, nobody gets this. That was a dead tie, and this is too easy. Twenty-four. Wait, yes, this is twenty-four. I thought that'd be funny. All right, we're still one to one. We're still one to one. Great job, though. Uh, for those who think young, maiden form, the hobo code, the gypsy and the hobo, the chrysanthemum and the sword, meditations in an emergency, Will shut McKenzie. the door, Will McKenzie. I don't know the answer, but I know you like the show. Is it Full Metal Alchemist? No, that's a great idea because it's using big words. That's a good <laughs> guess. No, I tried Thank to think you. of shows that you guys would uh, probably watch, or I know you watch, but good guess. And also, if you want to watch you. that show, listener at home, you want to watch Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood first. That is my favorite anime if you do not count Avatar The Last Airbender. All right. Uh, shut the door. Have a seat. Guy walks into an advertising an advertising agency. All right, I'm just gonna take a, a shot in the dark and say Psych. No, Psych's a good show, and that was on my list here. But I was like, nobody probably watches Psych. I really liked Psych. Uh, that was Mad Men. Oh, Mad, Mad Men. Men. Oh, yeah. Yep. I've watched some it's of okay. Mad Men, but I love Mad Men. That makes me. We list off a few of those again. Okay. Uh, let me just. Control shift T and get that tab back. For those who think young, the hobo code, guy walks into an advertising agency, shut the door, have a seat. For those who think young, meditations in okay. an emergency. And these are apparently the standout, me. most iconic episodes of Mad Men of all time because I haven't seen the show. Mm. It was too boring. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, uh, dude, Alec, you know what I was just thinking about the other day? What? I was thinking about how, like, <laughs> Martin Scorsese can eat a dick in Avengers oh Endgame is awesome. Gosh, dude. <laughs> you can eat shit. <laughs> dude, Avengers rules. Okay. Uh, here we go again. So it's still one to one. Staph infection. Not a pussy. Indian takers. Red herring. Motherboy XXX. Prison break-in. The one where Michael leaves. Uh, Alec Will McKenzie. Will McKenzie. That was a tie, at least. I heard heard Will McKenzie first. Uh, uh, The Office? I'm sorry, that is incorrect. Whoa! I'm going to say Arrested Development. Shit. Arrested Development is correct. There you go, Alec. Good job. I don't deserve it. No, Alec was okay. wanted it more than I did anyway. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here we go again. Uh, poo, poo, platter. Casket. Blind driver. 
cup test. The loop. Beard of leeches. Spermathon. Bloody windshield. Bloody carpet. Gumball rally 3000. Pooh cocktail. Alec Bowling. Alec Bowling. Jackass? I don't know. This is Jackass. These no are all way. the same names from Jackass. Oh. The last one I was about to read was crushed. Bam kicking his dad's <laughs> ass all day today. Um, all Wait, right. Stop. Dude, what's what's your wife doing? Anne keeps throwing shit in the room. <laughs> oh, she, does she want to be out? Does she have some opinions to voice? Anne, you want to come here? Come here. I'm gonna I'm gonna drag you in here. Yeah, <laughs> you won't be hi. the first wife we've had on the cast. Top five wives. I think Annie's <laughs> probably up there. Andrea, sorry. Was robbing us. All right, she's not coming. She's gonna throw something in here in like five seconds anyway. If she <laughs> comes right, in, sorry. tell her she has to put on a denim jacket. Yes. Oh, and I I know she has one. Um, all right, here we go. Felina. Alec Bowling. Peekaboo. Oh my God. Alec Breaking Bowling. Bad. <laughs> Breaking Bad is correct. <laughs> I'm getting curb stomped right now. There we go. Don't worry, man. Don't worry, man. You got this right here. Uh, we already did that one. I feel like I got bo I get bonus points for Drake and Josh. Yeah, well, it's, okay, it's we're going to give one bonus point. That was a great appeal. Now it's two to I four. I get one bonus point. Thank you. I'll take it. <laughs> it's because I've okay. had the denim jacket on longest. I've had... That's it's been fair. Seeping I feel my me. power growing. That is true. <laughs> that is true. Not your average Joe. Cult of Personality. The Secret. Playing with Fire. The Noble Thing to Do. Dethroned. Make America Exotic Again. Will McKenzie. Will McKenzie. Tiger King. This is Tiger King. Okay, he's catching up to you, Alec. Watch out. Thanks for the bonus six points. points. <laughs> no, I got six bonus points. I'm winning now. Big and Josh. <laughs> That's denied. Big and Josh was a good get, though, man. I'm proud of you. Okay. I saved your life. I owe you. I got detention. I believe in Bigfoot. I think they kissed. IQ. I shock America. I goodbye. Going once. Uh, I got no idea. Going sold. This is I Carly. Uh, you know, if anyone was gonna get it, it was gonna be Will. <laughs> my God. I Carly. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's I guess see. that makes sense more. with all the eyes, but you know. Real creative showrunners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where, where'd they get that one? <laughs> oh, hold on. I just closed my tab. The Southern Raiders. Will McKenzie. Will McKenzie. Avatar, The Last Airbender. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah, that was like the most generic episode name I could find on there, but great job. Dude, coming <laughs> to Netflix soon. Yes. Very excited. 
and that is worth watching before Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. the The first episode is pretty kiddish, but that's a great. Yeah. That's that's formerly my favorite show of all time. Um. All right, we're all tied at four. Thanks <laughs> huh? to that bonus point. That was a real bonus veteran point. move. That was just a total veteran move going for the bonus point in that situation. That's exactly yeah, what you Alec, need to tie. You're never gonna get, you're never gonna get anything unless you ask for it. Oh, That's Will's boy. life lesson number one. <laughs> that one's on the house. <laughs> oh gosh. All right. Interpretive dance. Introduction to finality. Cooperative calligraphy. Contemporary American poultry. Remedial chaos theory. Oh, Will McKenzie. Will McKenzie. Is it Rick and Morty? Oh, it is not. That is a good thought, though. Fuck a mm. duck. Ah, uh, yep, been there. Uh, foosball and nocturnal vigilant vigilantism. And that's all I have. Like I'm, I, Alec Bowling. Alec Bowling. This is a shot in the dark. Futurama. No, I'm sorry. That is Community. Those are Damn all, like, it! Community. Like, uh, that was gonna be my second guess. Ah. All right. Well, here. How many do I have left? Two more on the board. Hopefully, we don't split them. I can always find another. Um. Here we go. Road to the Multiverse. Back to the pilot. Pretoria. Peter Geist. I dream of Jesus. Alec Bowling. Is this Family Alec Guy? Bowling. This is Family Guy. Damn <laughs> it! I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Dude. Okay, here we go. Last dude, Alec, remember how much Family Guy Kevin used to watch at our house? That's right, dude. It was like nonstop. He loved for like it. a year. <laughs> see that's one that existed long enough for us to think was the coolest thing in the world like jackass but then yeah. either they ran out of jokes or we realized there's a lot of better things truth yeah that was used to be hysterical back in the day yeah just like because they were different they do those like le- like just a little cut away from the plot and like talk in Spanish for 10 minutes or just like a pause for like 30 seconds where nothing happens and like the joke is your internal struggle to wonder if your TV froze okay beyond Blunderdome the crepes of wrath revenge is is a dish best served three times Two cars in every garage and three eyes on every fish. Guess who's coming to criticize dinner? Much a poo about nothing. Doe in the wind. Uh, Alec Bowling. Uh, oh. The Simpsons. Alec Bowling. This is The Simpsons! Ah! All right. And Alec... Despite Will's clever bonus point strategy, he takes it away in the end. <laughs> running away with, what did I call this? Show me the money or show me your move. Oh, show me your moves is what it was going to be, like the Captain Falcon quote. Uh, show me your moves. Show me your moves. Yeah. Wow, why, how is that related to Captain Falcon? Where did you get that from? His yeah. quote is, show me your moves. In, no, in I know Smash his Bros. 
Yeah, I know, but how does that relate to, to TV shows? This is about shows. <laughs> you just said shows. <laughs> okay. It's just shows me your show, moves. Man. <laughs> it's I mean, above I, my head. We've been through this. I can't think in layers. I'm still trying to understand. Day. I'm trying to understand the first act of Inception, guys. The first act. I don't get it. The so they're time. dreaming? <laughs> uh, I, yes. I don't. Why is Joseph Gordon-Levitt there? What's he do? <laughs> he's, he's good at walking on the ceilings. He's got really sticky feet. Yeah, he does. That's why they brought Spider-Man. him onto the job. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been List Wars. Tell us what terrible Rotten Tomato under 30% movies you want us to watch, and we might get on that. Yes. Uh, Alec Bowling, you win the prize. You can shout out to the world anything you wish and close us down all right i would just encourage people to stay healthy uh anybody who's on the front lines of the you know in hospitals and whatnot keep on keeping on i'm sure my words of encouragement are all you need um (laughs) (laughs) there it is keep killing it uh yeah and yeah let's uh hope things hope things turn around soon fingers crossed Bye. <laughs> Smash that like. See ya. Subscribe. Comment, subscribe. Oh, we actually got a legit, like, heartfelt iTunes review from somebody who I don't know personally. And That's I've, awesome. I've never asked for that, that because nice. we don't deserve it. So but cool. Thank you. See ya. Mobbing. Thank Thanks for that review. Shout out. Bye. Bye. Show. Friend. Okay. All right, and now okay, we'll clap going. at 55. We're going to clap at 55. Oh, my God, I'm so nervous. Dude, same. <laughs> Dude, that's like some Hurt Locker shit right there. <laughs> what is Hurt Locker? Jeremy Locker. Renner shit. <laughs> yeah, trying to clap at the right time. It's like I feel like I'm cutting the right wire and whatnot. Man, <laughs> Anthony Mackie is so good in that movie. He's good in everything he does, man.